I know who I am in Christ, and I know that he has given so much to me. I'm a citizen of heaven, and I have the filling of his righteousness. My identity is in Christ, and in him I possess much. Living in Christ also assures me of many things. Romans 8.28 tells me I have the blessed assurance of knowing that he is working all things together for my good. It says, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Each week we are memorizing verses that are so full of truth and are so good for us to know. We're finding out who we are in Christ, what we possess in Christ, and now in this quarter, the many assurances that we have as believers in Him. All of these truths are good, and I hope you are embracing every one. But this week, it's especially good. It's a verse I've known for a long time, and maybe you have too, but I will tell you that each and every time I remember its assurance, it speaks deep into my life. It brings great peace, and it sets me free. I don't know if you're a dreamer like me. When I was a little girl, I remember looking forward to climbing into bed each night so that I could lay awake for a while and dream about all the things I would like to see come to be in my future. I came up with some pretty exciting scenarios. Needless to say, even as blessed as I am, they haven't all come true. And the reality is that there are many things that have come true that were not a part of my dreams at all. Now, whether you're a dreamer like me or not, I'm sure you can relate. We all have disappointments, challenges, trials, and things which happen in our lives that we feel have no place at all. They just don't belong in our personal timeline. So what are we to do with those things? I wonder what comes to mind when you hear the phrase, those things. Maybe it's an illness or a death, a disappointment, a broken relationship, heartache, a lack, a dream deferred a brokenness in you or someone you love that you could have never imagined. Or maybe I haven't even mentioned any of those things on your list. And really, that doesn't matter. Because I'm sure you know what those things are in your life, just like I know what those things are in mine. The question is, what are we to do with them? Do we file them in a folder labeled Life's Big Disappointments? Or maybe we lab the label would read, Stuff I Just Have to Live With? Do we allow them to define us as losers or misfits? Do they define our identity? I believe our verse this week speaks to this very question of what we are to do with those things. In fact, it takes all of those things into account. It says, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So, how does this verse speak deep into our lives? You know, God knows we live in a fallen world where dreams get messed up. If you really think about it, God's plans and dreams for us got messed up royally. And yet, God transformed the mess. He took our sin and shame and somehow caused it to work even that out for good. He turned it all into an amazing salvation, which restores the dream of having relationship with us and displaying his glory. When I really think on that and the amazing majesty of his salvation, it speaks deep into my life and it brings fresh hope to those things on my list. See, if God can take even all my sin, the sin of the whole world, all of its ugliness, darkness, and death, and somehow cause that to work into life and blessing and righteousness, peace and joy, 
Then is there anything in my life or in your life which he can't cause to work out for good? I'll be honest. Some of those things on my list seem hopeless. Even as I write this, I'm staring a seemingly hopeless situation in the face. In fact, I just finished praying with my husband over it and then told him, I've got to go get my mind in a different place. So I'm going to go work on this devotion on, on Romans 8:28 because it will force me to remember that God really does work all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. I needed to remember that. And just as I thought, meditating on this truth is speaking deep into me. See, when I remember the hopelessness of our sin mess and see what good God has done with that, it speaks deep into those things that seem hopeless to me. And as I continue to meditate on this verse, this truth, I'm also reminded of many other times in my life that God has worked something out for good that seemed hopeless to me. And then, well, I'm encouraged and I'm set to peace. How does this verse do that? How does it set us to peace? Some of us are control freaks, but I think all of us are control driven. I'm not sure where I fall into that or where you do either, but I can tell you for sure that one of the reasons we don't often have peace in our lives is because things are happening in our worlds that we cannot control. That's reality. And for me, the older I get, the more I realize the true reality that I control very little, if anything at all. Now, when I face disappointments and trials, this realization can bring much angst because I want to be able to control things. But when I remember this assurance from my God, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose, well then, I'm set to peace. See, I can't control anything. But God assures me that not only does he have control, he also will work things for my good. That's a promise from him. I have a choice to embrace this truth and allow peace to settle into my anxious heart, or I can choose to live under the illusion of control and remain in my anxiousness. My prayer is that as I hide this truth in my heart, the Holy Spirit will often bring it to mind and I will embrace it, therefore embracing peace. When this is my course, well then I'm set free. How does this verse set me free? Well, when I really believe this truth that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and are called according to his purpose, then I turn the thing over to God and it sets me free from worry. It sets me free from anxiety. It sets me free from manipulation. It sets me free from despair. It sets me free from living under the burden of disappointment. It sets me free to hope in God's redeeming work. It sets me free to believe God will do what he promises and assures me here that he says he will do. What better assurance can we have? See, this truth in, in Romans 8.28 is a blanket of assurance which covers all things for those who love God and who are called according to his purpose. So again, I ask, what are those things in your life today? What deep ministry, peace, and freedom could this verse speak into your life this week? Perhaps if you embrace it, you can climb in bed tonight and dream of all the good God himself might do in your life in the coming days. Blessed assurance, God is working all things together for my good. I'm so thankful for this deep word which brings peace and freedom to my soul. I'm off to bed. Dreams are on the way.